Nation Station Podcast, Episode 9. It's the last half of actually Episode 8. Interview with Caleb Taze of Tazed and Confused. We're actually going to get in to the schematics of Caleb Tazed Band, Tazed and Confused. So, if you still got time, man, let's talk about Tazed and Confused. Well, actually, back in time a little more, what got you into music? My grandma, she, uh, growing up as a kid, she always she always played the acoustic and sung to me. And always wanted me to learn, which I really didn't care. I was just a young kid, you know, whatever. And then, I guess, I mean, she taught me a couple songs of guitar, but it was, just, you know, a couple chords and that was it. And I never took it serious. And then she always wanted to see me play music. She always wanted to see go to a show and see me. But she ended up passing away, and I never got to do that. So after that, just it just kicked in that that's what I needed to do. And then I started learning and hanging out with a lot of people. I got in a band. That's how I met you with a Sunday Corduroy. I was playing right. bass for those guys. That's right. And so that's where it kind of started, like playing bass with them guys, go play a show, and then I just got addicted. We played a show with y'all at Crawdaddy's, and that's that was my first gig. Oh, that was really? my first gig. That oh, was my wow. first gig, yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. That was that was a long time ago. I wasn't even old enough to be in there. Like uh <laughs> after the show everybody got to go hang out at the bar for a minute and I had to go sit out in the car and wait. <laughs> I think I was only like eighteen, nineteen. I think I barely remember that, but yeah. Crawdaddies used to be the place to play, man. I mean I don't I don't know its current state of affairs right now. Mm-hmm. Um but that that used to be a really awesome place to play. You know, Good crowd. Yeah. Yeah, we, and they would pretty much let us, you know, usually they would just want like one band to roll up in there and play for 4 hours, but they would let us bring on like an opening band or something that, and to me I always thought it was, you know, a lot better idea to have two bands in there because Everybody would kind of bring, you know, like the first band would bring their people, the second band would bring their people, and you know we would ha- we have it packed out out there. Definitely, I mean, win-win situation for everybody. Yeah, I don't even think they do live music anymore, do they? I'm not seeing anything about it. If they do, I don't think they do anything outside from from what I understand. Uh, but mm-hmm. but anyway, so that that's cool, man. I, I didn't even know that was that was like your first show. Yeah, you definitely yeah. had some some killer bass skills. So what made you switch from bass into guitar? Well, I was originally guitar, and then they asked me to join and play bass. So I bought a bass and a rig, and I just, I guess, faked it a lot. You know, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just figured it out, made it sound good enough to get by, which we did. We only did originals. We didn't even do any covers. Because that's them guys were strictly originals. Yep, I, I, so I know. <laughs> it, so it was it was a lot easier to uh, write instead of go learn a bunch of covers on bass. So it was easier for me to learn it that way. But yeah, that was the only that was really the only time that I played bass. That yeah, that was about the only time. Do you yeah. still have that bass guitar? No, I wish I did. Oh man, that was a sweet bass. Yes. It's like a Thunderbird, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pearl Lot. Yeah. yeah. That thing was, that was a great looking bass, man. It was sick. Yes. 
how did you create Taste and Confuse? I guess the drummer me. We uh, when we were kid, uh, I guess thirteen, fourteen. Her parents, his dad and my mom, got to started dating, and uh, I brought home a drum set one day. That was my first instrument was drums. I saw I was in percussion in a you know school band. So uh, I got a drum set. I always wanted a drum set. I got one, and he and moved in like right after I got the drum set, and he wanted to try it out. And we'd turn on some like ACDC or something and just jam to it. And then he just, I mean, he just passed me up by like a million miles. Like it was just natural for him. Mm-hmm. And then him and I has been together playing music since then. Uh, I mean, I was not really since then. Cause like, I guess that happened and then he got addicted to drums and then bought drums and did his own thing. And then years later he got good. And then I learned more stuff on guitar and then we started jamming again. And, uh, him and I pretty much been in a band the whole time. And then I guess five years ago, we decided we wanted to actually start a band and actually do shows and come up with the name Taze Confused. My friend come up with it because my last name's Taze. I, I mean, it's cheesy. I just, but, you know, I mean, you don't go to see a band for their name. You go to hear them for their music, you know. The band name shouldn't matter. There was a, there's been a lot of different members in the band. It's, I mean, that that's a Sleep Nation disease too. There, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, bands that have suffered through that, like, trial and, you know, tribulation of mm-hmm. playing music. And, you know, it's near impossible to pull a U2 anymore. Or, you know, like, that. that's... U2 is just such a rare instance that those cats were in high school and they're still playing music, the four of them. Like, Mm -hmm. nobody has ever been replaced or changed out, you know. As awesome as it sounds, it's just not feasible for anybody, pretty much. Right, right. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've, we've been a band for like five years. We don't really have any recordings, nothing like that. We have one that we got from Tony Grizzle. He's Tony great. G. Yeah. I hate that he's not recording no more, man. I wanted to go back so bad. I don't know if I'm supposed to release this information, but <laughs> here in a couple of months, he should be starting back up. Awesome. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Actually, we just played a private show last weekend in Gainesboro for, you know, David Henderson or Dave Henderson, whichever one he goes by uh, HR guitar. and cool. Yes, I do know him. Awesome guy. Yes. He, our bass player plays in a band with him and they invite us to come play the show like out in the middle of nowhere in this people's barn. And it was everybody there was there for music and it was just the greatest vibe ever. And he recorded the whole thing. He really liked our originals and had us come talk to him yesterday at his shop. And he wants to record us. So that's that's the new news for Taze Confused. We're going to be finally getting to release an album, which is going to be called uh, Breaking Hearts and Running Late. That's awesome, man. Dude, yeah. Dave Van, he, he was one of those people, from what I can remember of conversations with him, is he was like 
one of those people that I've met that was really close to, you know, making it, as they say, air quotes mm-hmm. on the podcast here. Yeah, his his band almost, you know, like broke through and was definitely, you know, near the near the threshold of what they call making it or, you know, at least in that sense. Right. Yeah, dude, he is super talented, super smart. And just I feel like I get smarter just being around him, you know. He just he's so full of knowledge. And he's such a cool, and he's just a cool guy, man. He, he's worked on plenty of my guitars, and and he's just fun to talk to and yes. you know, soak up the knowledge. Yes, he's he's super positive, man. That's that's what I'm all about. It's positive vibes, man. Life's too short to be negative. That's true. And, and I don't even think he has a negative bone in his body. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, unless you get him talking about places that you know, uh, places. Of like that he played before and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, then he can he can get on on a little streak of negativity, but uh, that that's I, I totally understand that. That's yeah. Yeah. I think we all got those negative thoughts in our head. We've all been there. Yeah. Well, Caleb, I definitely appreciate you joining the Sleep Nation Station podcast. You're actually the first interview that has not been directly associated with sleep nation because everybody else we've interviewed has been associated with the band of some sorts either being a past member or current member so you're the first outside outside of the band but you know a friend of the band i guess you will right that's awesome man cool man well i appreciate you having me on here awesome We'll see everyone June 29th, Sparta, Tennessee, Electric Summer Music Festival. Thank you so much for listening to Sleep Nation Station Podcast.